Waste, I'm ready. Waste no time. I know you're should be you're shot out of a cannon today. I can tell already. Ah, uh, it's just been one of those days. Anyway. We're all good. Yeah. One foot in the hole, one foot getting deeper. Crank it to eleven, blowing others speak your ass. I ain't got, I ain't got much to lose. What happens? Oh, oh boy, H Bird FFL podcast. That, of course, better days and the bottom drops out by the great Citizen King, and that is in honor of not the Citizen King this week, but of course the one and only Trade King himself, Micah Morris. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm okay. I think I need another deal or two uh, to feel really good about this week. But no, I'm, I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm sitting on a deal, aren't I? I've been, I've been, uh, you are, yeah. I've been agonizing over a deal, which makes no sense. It's such a fair deal. I don't, but I just, I just feel like I can't trust you. Everyone's been trading with you, and it never works out for anybody else. You trade, uh, you trade Melvin Gordon, and then he gets a DUI the next day. You trade, uh, you know, it seems like every trade you make it uh, has catastrophic consequences for the other person so i am a little hesitant i don't know yeah but even catastrophic consequences for you and the deal that we've discussed isn't that big of a deal ultimately yeah well i'm probably gonna have to do it i think <laughs> it's probably gonna have to happen uh yeah so what else, anything else exciting uh going on mikey you got uh, what, what how's halloween working with the kiddos the, the, with the with the pandemic <laughs> going on yeah, no, we're going to do a party with my kids and my sister's kids. Uh, that's about it. I, I, we've never been a big Halloween. We live in the middle of a field, so if anybody comes up here, they're risking you know getting shot <laughs> right. because we live in the middle of nowhere. So, no, nah, we don't do anything. So we'll have my nieces and nephew over and uh, eat pizza and stuff them so full of sugar they don't know nice. what's what. Parents warn, don't go up there. That crazy old man Morris is sitting on the <laughs> porch with a shotgun, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Typical. Typical. Well, uh, well, let's get right into it, Mike. Of course, we were played in by uh, the song "I've Seen Better Days," and uh, one team who's seen better days. Uh, well, in fact, every team in the history of Hburg FFL uh, since its inception has seen better days. Since Paul Reiner's cockheads, as this week they fall to team owners one eleven to thirty. Micah, this is the. Lowest score, single game score in the history of Hburg FFL. I never thought I'd, I'd see the day, and I know that it has to, has to hurt. You were one. You you had the original. You had the thirty-one uh, many many moons ago when you were uh, but a but a mere child. Uh, how how does it feel to see your name taken out of the record books? Or maybe this is one that you you you, you don't mind seeing seeing no, Eclipse. I'm glad to I'm glad to see this uh, record be done with. Um, I don't often root for a team to struggle, but I got to be honest. On Monday night, I was really hoping Cooper Cup didn't get the points that were needed. Um, uh, you know, I mean, at thirty-one, it, it's hard to do. It's hard to only <laughs> score thirty or thirty-one points, and um, it's been a record. I said it in two thousand one, so it's been a long time. The good news for Paul: that's year I won my only championship. So maybe he can cling to that <laughs> hope. That maybe. There you go. Well, that that is definitely something. So um, I I, th- I guess it's safe to say that uh, better days are ahead for Paul. We hope, I, unless there's a you know maybe maybe there's a, a even lower. We, something we we thought we'd never see. Can a team uh, get in the twenties? I I don't know. I mean, we'll see. This was just a brutal game for Paul. I mean, there's nothing really to dwell on here. I mean, Cam Newton was horrible. Um, every everyone was uh, effectively horrible. Uh, you could say um, a zero at tight end, and, and Paul not much he could have done here. Is a uh, twenty four on the bench as he he had a lot of buys and and uh, an injury, so um, tough break for him. And uh, Onich had a nice game here. Uh, Tannehill and Henry continued to do well, um, and DJ Moore looks uh, rejuvenated as he had twenty five. So good game for Onage and Onage up to four and three and um, four and three. I think my brother said on the chat is looking pretty. Pretty strong uh, for playoff, uh, as far as playoff pushes go. Um, I guess the concern here for Onage is, uh, yeah, Carson, who you traded. Here you go again. You trade Carson, and now he's he's uh, he's banged up. See, this is this is a pattern I'm, I'm noticing here. But yeah, he's uh, he already had uh, Eckler banged up, so the 
you know, he's certainly not the first person to be dealing with running back injuries this year, though. No, definitely not. I liked his addition of Eckler last week. I actually told him, I said, I was hoping I could wait another week before I made that same move. Um, it's just a, a, one of those risks you take, but uh, now he's got to make a decision. I, I would assume I, he's going to go to McKinnon, I guess, this week. I haven't looked at his at his starters or what, what moves he's made, but um, – yeah, no, I think um, it's a good week for him. Obviously, Carson, that injury could be huge, but it happens early enough. Even if he's week to week, he'll get back for the playoffs. Um, Dave is a team that's lurking. Tannehill's playing really well. Um, of course, you got Derrick Henry. Um, so I think he's a team that's you're going to have to reckon with um, uh, down the stretch here. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and, yeah, 4-3 and three and uh, in good shape. Uh Cockheads uh, need to turn it around. So yeah, like I said, nowhere to go but up from from thirty. Whew, never well, thought he, I'd he see. He gets it. Lamar back. He gets Lamar back, so that'll help. You know, Cam. I'm a little surprised that Cam is still on the roster right now. I, I don't think he made a move this week. So I, I'm a little surprised at that because I would have just dumped him there and <laughs> have never wanted him again. He's been trying to trade me Cam for the last couple of weeks. Well, I was going to say but, I'm surprised. I mean, yeah, when people were. Uh... Yeah, I guess the I guess the uh, yeah the, the the timing of the uh, Prescott injury and and Cam falling off a cliff there kind of coincided. So the 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 value wasn't there. Yeah, the 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 moment to strike on that Cam trade would have been after maybe week one or two when he was uh, looking looking like he had had uh, rediscovered his mojo a little bit. But yeah, that's a that's a rough one. He looked uh, awful. Yeah, I think that's the first time that or first time in a long time. Uh, since maybe 2000 or something that the the Patriots have lost back-to-back games at Gillette Stadium so and and it's just they they got the Bills this week the Bills can pretty much ice that division and pretty much get rid of, of the threat the threat that is New England if they beat them yeah well they're they're looking shaky too I know I've yeah, uh, they are. talked to talked to Lee and he's lamenting not uh trying to to move off of Allen after he started off so hot and now he's kind of <laughs> falling back too he had every opportunity to move Josh Allen about 2 weeks ago all right, so uh, and I'll just put that right out there. Well, Every it, opportunity to move him been, after that jacket could have been the rare trade that uh, bit you in the rear end there. Yeah, if you would exactly. Have bought high on him. Um, well, uh, we'll roll on here. That was a that was an eighty-one point victory. A couple of big blowouts this week. We got a seventy-three point victory here. La Resistance one sixty-nine. Iron Flag Brothers ninety-six points. 169, I believe the second highest point total in the 20-year history of the proud La Resistance franchise uh, after a 187 back in 2014, I believe you said, Michael, on the TMQ. Uh, But I was a little upset that this uh, victory did not get the fantasy win of the week. What do I have to do? I put up a 169. I can't get get the fantasy win of the week. This feels like uh, just just a spiteful. Oh look, <laughs> uh, it was a nice win for you. It, the, the, what goes into that win is a little bit of you know uh, some luck there in the it, on Monday, and you didn't need any luck. You just you got forty five extra points by from Tyler Lockett. Okay. I went into Monday piling it on. That, yeah, you did. I was hoping <laughs> that maybe I could with Hopkins get into that top spot in the uh, in the breakdown challenge, but Tyler Lockett just kept getting the football and about halftime I said the hell with that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna catch Dave so I'm just happy to get a win yeah this was a uh, yeah crazy 30 I, I thought yeah I thought Devonte with 38 and uh damn near 200 yards and a couple touchdowns was going to be the top scoring wide receiver and then here comes Lockett in the late game and goes for uh even 203 um, yeah, thirty-eight for Adams and forty-five for Lockett. I don't, I, I don't recall. I don't remember the specifics of me with the one eighty-seven, but I can uh, recall uh, a receiving pair that I ever had that put up games like that in, in the same game. That's uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty phenomenal. I will be hard pressed to duplicate that uh, for the rest of the season. I would imagine. You know, it's interesting if you look at if you watch that Sunday night broadcast where they talked about what DK Metcalf did against the Cardinals the last time they played, and he did basically nothing. It was I think it was another Lockett game. Yeah. So in this again this week they shut down Metcalf but had no answer for Tyler Lockett, and that's a tough one-two punch or one A and one B punch for the Seahawks. Yeah, um, and that's yeah hopefully going to be. 
the one A or one B for from the the strength of my team here going forward because I'm I'm it's, yeah it does seem like Lockett's sort of a you know this is his second three touchdown game I believe this year and um you know and hopefully Adams is is going to be kind of I'm counting on him as like my consistent number one and then Lockett's is your you know he's definitely been boom or bust but the booms have been really high I don't know what what you were what did you say on the in the TMQ that I'd had, what, four of the top five uh, received? One of those was Odell Beckham, I guess, with his three yeah, touchdown games. I think you, uh, this year, there have been, uh, of the you've had the, you've had five games where your receivers, or a receiver has scored in double digits, but only five times. I mean, you've had 14 opportunities. Uh, five times you've had a receiver score in double oh, figures. Oh, I see. But but four the four of those have been the tops in the league. The t- right. They're the four highest like, scores like for wide 30, 30 plus. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this was um, yeah, this was one. You know, you, every once in a while, you get everything that comes together well. Um, and uh, I definitely needed the win after a three game losing streak. So it feels good to be back on the the winning side here for Flag Bros going the other way and. Um, you know he he he's he's been a little bit snake bit with the the QB decisions there. It seems like he's picking wrong every week between Allen and Rodgers. I um, mean, obviously wouldn't have made much of a difference this week, but uh, concerns, I guess. You know, Diggs kind of goes as Allen goes a little bit, and um, you know Cooper without Prescott, you have to be concerned. I don't know much about this Danucci kid. I assume you probably know him a little better than I, Micah. Did you ever call his uh, any of his games at uh, JMO? <laughs> no, I, I just went and watched him play. But, oh, okay. Uh, he, he, to me, is probably not, at this point, NFL caliber. Uh, he struggled. He transferred to JMU from Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't I don't know that it's a uh, that he's a that he is a NFL caliber quarterback. At it now or ever will be. Um, so I, I think for for Lee, yeah, he's been bit every week by the quarterback decisions. At least he knows this week that didn't that didn't hurt him. Um, the re- the uh, the running back looks good. I mean, a good week for Robinson. Yeah, Robinson's been there. Robinson's been great. I, you know, for uh, you know, he, he's been trying to get by. You know, we you know the the Chubb injury hurt. I, Robinson has been a been one of the surprises of the season. I would say. I'm a little. Uh, I'd be a little concerned about how uh, Le'Veon Bell is going to cut into uh, Edwards La- uh, Edwards Lair a little bit, but I'm not sure it's going to be that significant. Um, but the receivers, I-, I would be a little concerned because it's only going to get colder in Buffalo, uh, where it's going to you know it's going to be a little bit tougher for those receivers yeah. to be on the same page when the wind picks up and and Allen doesn't throw a real pretty ball anyway. Um, so yeah, I would be a little bit concerned there. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, I mean, we're spending too much time talking about a team that's one and six. I mean, it's basically, it's basically you win, you better start winning now, win and right. not lose again. So, uh, yeah, for cons- good consolation for Lee uh, in, in the mysterious other league that he plays in with me and Kleesner, he's seven and zero. So he's he's uh, he's at least got that to fall back on. He's uh, he's over five hundred uh, combined for the year on those two. Uh, let's see where we got next. Um, counting 34 point win. Yes. All right. 34 point victory for uh, a team that you know very well. That's the undefeated MM's Red Wolves. Uh, fantastic waiver wire work here this week, Mike. Uh, Burrow and Gibson off the wire. Burrow goes for 44. Gibson goes for 23. Those are your top two scores. You got 14 from Kamara, 19 from Hopkins, and 14 from Godwin, and uh, 18 from the Bills defense. So, um, yeah, just uh, excellent work. I uh, as someone, I've been struggling to get any. It just upsets me to no end as I'm struggling to get even you know mid, fair to middling quarterback production, and then I see people getting forties off the bench. That just is very upsetting. Um, and I guess the only uh, drawback here is that you did lose uh, Godwin to a broken finger on on the touchdown catch. So, um, but you know, second highest score of the week and and another win. So the the hits just keep on coming. I told you I, I would have John beat myself last week. I, I didn't uh, like my – Richard had every matchup uh, advantage in the book. I thought he had it. I, I, uh, I, I keep picking against you, to, uh, much to the, my uh, my own detriment in the uh, – John B is tracking these picks, and it's it's hurting me week after week. Well, I, I you know, I told Richard um, he, he, he 
is uh, he said it was all luck, which granted it was some to grab Burrow and and Gibson, but uh, Gibson was a Sunday morning pickup. Uh, Burrow was a I think a Friday afternoon pickup, um, which just they were huge. And and when those games uh, were going on, I knew I was going to have to have a big lead uh, after the one o'clock games. He didn't have a ton of one o'clock games, but I knew he still had Murray and Metcalf Sunday night, so I had to have a big lead even with Hopkins going Sunday night. Um, so I came out of the one o'clock games with a, with a pretty healthy lead and was able to hang on and, and Murray with a huge game Sunday, but uh, I got lucky that Metcalf really um, was over overshadowed by Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for, for Corby here, one Oh five and uh, almost half of that from Kyler Murray, who's been uh, fantastic. I think, um, with the only quarterback that's been a top ten every week, something like that, they keep saying. And, and you know, obviously, different league scorings vary, but yeah, he's been uh, as advertised. Um, yeah, Mike Davis kind of let him down a little bit. He seems like the bloom is off the rose a little bit there for him. And I don't know if that was just a you know a game script situation. I mean, it was a close game, so I'm not exactly sure. But uh, you know, I think. This is one of those interesting things where you have 47, and then you know Herbert on the bench with 52. And I keep looking at it, and I'm like, God, I need one of those quarterbacks that Corby's got. But it's like, it, Corby's got a pretty strong team. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe running back here, because Jacob's only had a two for them. And, and I don't know. He's been a little bit of a disappointment. I think that Corby's got a playoff team, um, you know, but he's going to have to – Jacobs is going to have to pick it up because, you know, Mike, he traded Mike Davis, and, and which we'll talk about here coming up. So I, I don't know. How, how far can this team go? You know, you were saying last time I think I talked to you that he – he was telling you he thought he had the best team in the league. Um, and I think on any given day, he, he might have the best team in the league, you know, but, it, you know, I, I'm obviously talking to a guy that's 7-0, and so I'm assuming you think you have the best team in the league. So uh, I don't know right now. i got to get healthy first. But I, his team, the, the things that concern me with his team, first off, Nick Chubb's coming back. So that's going to eat into those cream hunt numbers. Um, you know, well, I know we'll get to it in moves. Um, I obviously traded him Antonio Gibson yesterday. If you yeah. look, Gibson's got a really nice, uh, you know, week 11, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. But the playoffs are brutal for right. Gibson. He's got an awful um, schedule in the playoffs. So uh, he's going to have to ride. Richard is really Murray. And, and I think that you know, the Cardinals are off this week. Um and uh, and then he's going to have to get, continue to get big games from the receiver from receivers. Yeah, and I like yeah, and I and I, I like his receivers. I mean, I like Galladay and and I like Metcalf and uh, yeah, I think he's in good in good position. And we'll talk about his trade. And I think he traded from a position of strength, so that was a, a good good move there. Um, and, but before we talk about the moves, let's keep rolling through week seven here. Uh, Gambinos, a lot of teams over 100. How many did we have? What, uh, seven teams over 100 this week? Is that right? Yeah. No, eight? Yeah. No, seven. Yeah, you're right. Um, seven. Yeah. yeah. Gambinos, 110. Thaw Nasty's 78 here as uh, Mike uh, gets powered behind uh, Deshaun Watson's 32. He got uh, 10 from Connor, 16 from Williams in spot duty. That was a nice pickup there for the uh, for the Packers. McLaurin and Keenan Allen, 17 each, and that's good for 110. And uh, Lance kind of fell off a bit here. Mahomes, uncharacteristic 14 in a, in a weird game where they the Chiefs had a couple defensive touchdowns and it was 18 degrees and, and snowing out in Denver. Uh, so that was uh, that, that definitely hurt him there. Um, and double figures from Ridley, Waller, and the kicker there, Gonzalez. But uh, not enough as... Uh, Yes, as, as uh, Gambino's win and improved to three and four, Thanasi's fall to three and four. So um, I know my brother's uh, is 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 fired up here, and you know he's he's starting to put things together a little bit. Micah, what do you think? Can he make a run? I think so. I mean, he made every move in the book last week to get a running back. I just I'm lucky he didn't get Gibson to be honest with you, because I, I wanted to text him it was Saturday or Sunday and say, you know, are you just trying to pick up everybody and put other people on waivers so nobody can pick them up? Because he was making a ton of moves. There were a ton of moves Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, he he um, he did do that too. That's that was I I told him it was not sporting of him, but he he was like I intentionally. Uh, picked up somebody and, and, and dropped him. So I don't know if we need to report him to the commissioner for uh, ethics violations or something. I don't know if there's anything in the rule book about uh, intentionally cycling through people to, to put them on waivers. I guess it's all all's fair in love and fantasy football. I don't, I don't know what the rulings are here. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, that's for everybody else to decide, not you know. But it, for him, he picks up Williams. It made sense. I actually didn't know that uh, Aaron Jones wasn't playing until he made this move. And uh, and quickly, I looked and said, damn it, I should have made that move. Um, yeah, he's got Carson Wentz on the bench. He's been playing pretty well. So I, I he's getting Dalvin Cook back presumably this week. Um, I, I think his team, he's, he's got the makings of being able to put something together, um, just depending on what he gets from, from those running backs. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is another one that hurts me because I had drafted Wentz and then drop him and then he picks him up. And now Wentz seems to be... In spite, in, in, against all odds, putting up good fantasy numbers. He's running around and making one first half. It looks like he's he doesn't know how to play quarterback, and then the second half, he's he's uh, uh, the second coming of Joe Montana. All of a sudden, I, I can't figure that out. But uh, yeah, very very uh, mysterious. So um, yeah, we will see. But uh, big win for Gambinos, uh, and finally, it's the closest game of the week here. John B and F's fighting blue streaks. Big win after I picked against him. I'd been riding John B in my picks, and I and and I, I go against him, and he proves me wrong. One nineteen to one hundred five over to Big Dogs. Russell Wilson continues to be a fantastic fantasy player and real life player. Yeah, even though they lost in a in a barn burner of a game, but forty two points for him, nineteen for Gurley. Uh, 12 for Johnson and 32. The big D week. The big D week is something you can never account for, Micah. You know that's just that that'll that'll get you every time. And and it got Ron here as uh, John B. Uh, Beckham, uh, who he picked up off the waiver wire, and then he immediately got hurt and is out for the year. Uh, so, but but 32 at D. That'll uh, that that's that'll be a difference maker more likely than not. Yeah, you get 32 from the D and 42 from the quarterback, you're probably going to win the game, even though you got two points combined from uh, the receivers. Um, for John, I mean, the, the receivers would bother me. I thought he made some nice moves to pick up Odell after you dropped him, um, and even to pick up Woods after I dropped him. But um, uh, for him to get hurt, who knows what's happening with Michael Thomas now. Crowder's hurt. I mean, I'd be really concerned. If I were John, when I look down, I see a ton of Swiss flags through his roster. Okay, I'm just looking at the team, just going through these games. It's amazing how many of the, these teams' benches have. It's just zero, zero, zero yep. between buys this week and injuries. It's just it is just a crazy year to even try to scrape together a, a starting lineup. Some weeks, you know. I guess, I guess you're feeling that Ron? this week. How about Ron in this game where last week he doesn't start Matt Ryan and Ryan has, I think, 45. Oh, God. This week he starts him and Brady goes for 49. He's in that same boat where Lee is. If he puts Brady in this game, he wins. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, I think, yeah, that's, I think that's bitten Ron a couple times. And uh, it's just, uh, it's such a weird thing because it's like, I remember after a week, I keep saying it every week, and I'm like, after two weeks, we were like, Ron has the team to beat, and then he has not won a game since, and and I don't, and obviously, things have changed a lot because I thought much higher of Ezekiel Elliott than his performance and what that Cowboys team is. I mean, he's, you know, not, I don't think he's not a top 10 running back going forward. You can't consider him one with, with that offense and the way that defense plays. They get behind so quickly, and, and they you know he gets game scripted out. Um, Aaron Jones being banged up this week didn't help and because uh, Montgomery is who he is. You know He's, he's uh, barely rosterable, I would say, at this point in this league. So um, Trouble for the big dogs. Is, is there a... Is there a light at the end of the tunnel here, or is this just a, a, a two and zero followed by an eleven game losing streak for Ron, yeah. which would be which would be the rawest thing that's ever happened? I think. <laughs> I don't think he's going to lose eleven, but uh, he's another guy. Look, I I was trying to get either quarterback from him. He had every chance to to build up at some places uh, for for a quarterback. He he opted not to not to do it, so that's fine. But. Uh, you know, I agree with you with Zeke. That that offensive line is atrocious, um, and and we're seeing it trickle down now to the to every player that every Cowboy that's on a fantasy team. We saw it from C.D. Lamb, who had no points this week. Elliott has just four against a, a defense that, quite frankly, is not very good. The the Washington defense is they were great 
against Philly that first week, but they're not very good. So with Ron, yeah, I'd be concerned. The running back situation uh, is definitely a concern. I think when you look, and I mentioned it in my write-up this week, uh, Brown in the two games he's played has scored 47 combined points. Julio Jones yeah. in the four games he's played has scored 34. Yeah, Brown's, so, Brown's been great. And, and Ron has the pieces here to make a move. And I know people don't want to trade. People Of all people, they don't want to hear me talk about trading. But yeah, well. uh, I think at some point you can't fall in love with the players that you have. You have to be willing to trade them. I'm, look, I've said it before. I'm willing to trade Hopkins. I'm willing to trade Kamara. I'm willing to trade whoever if it makes my team better. And that's why I've made six or seven trades this year, whatever it is. Um, you got to be willing to go for it and, and make some kind of move. And I think Ron's in that situation right now. If you want to trade from a position of strength at quarterback or receiver to help maybe get you a running back, that would be big. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree 100% with that. Even though I, even though I am uh, exactly the person that you're talking about, I uh, completely fall in love with all my players and think that they are uh, God's gift to Earth, and I, I don't want to trade them. But um, yeah, other side of the ball here, I don't, I don't know if it's possible to be a, a quiet five and two in this league, and maybe it's just because it's John B. and he is the. Uh, Maybe one of the quieter unders out there. Although a lot of people, you don't hear a lot, you know. On the, he's actually one of the more active uh, people on the chat, which I always appreciate. But um, five and two, and uh, I, you know, it. I don't think he gets a lot, and I think it's just because you look at the team, and it's like, you know, Gurley. When I watch him, I it doesn't necessarily look good all the time, but he's been pretty good fantasy wise. He's getting in the end zone, very touchdown dependent. Sort of the same with David Johnson a little bit. You know, both those guys, you know, had you know decent games or you know as much as you would expect. But you know the the huge D week kind of you know masks some of the the inadequacies elsewhere. Um, but five and two is five and two at some point, or you know, is this kind of is he doing this with smoke and mirrors, and and it's all gonna the the wheels are gonna fall off at some point? I guess is what I'm asking here, Mike. I don't I don't know where to where to believe. At what point is this like a, a magical ride for John B to a division title and a in a in a, a playoff run, or is this just kind of you know fun while it lasted? It's not a sexy five and two. It's, yeah, it's it's definitely not, <laughs> but it's five and two nonetheless. So. Uh, uh, look, the wheels are going to fall off for him Him at some point. They're going to fall off for me at some point. Um, it's going to happen if it hasn't already for me. But, um, y- you know, it's just about finding ways to get by, and that's what he's got to do right now is, is find a way to get by, and he's doing that with his receivers, and, and you can do it when you've got a top two or three quarterback. Um, so I think I, – I, yeah, I look at that division. That division's not easy. Well, yeah. You've got Dave I, back there lurking. We don't mention, too. I mean, this is, he's been doing this without Michael Thomas, who there's this weird yep. stuff going on with. Like you mentioned, like that, I've heard reports he was, you know, there's definitely something going on. that, that, that I'd heard that they were shopping him, maybe. like this. I don't know if this is like an Antonio Brown situation where he's just a complete malcontent or a nincompoop. I don't know what, what, what to call him, but... What what are you hearing, Micah? You're you're you've got you've got these uh, media inside sources here at the Morris uh, Broadcasting Network. Yeah, my arm doesn't reach that far, but no, he um I I've heard the same thing. He's just he's a diva, and he's in a, a long line of wide receiver divas. Odell Beckham, you know, um, uh, players like that. Um, Antonio Brown, um, who continues to find work. Yeah. And, and now and now you're looking at, at Michael Thomas, and he was remarkably durable for a lot of years to where he should have been a first-round draft pick and was a first-round draft pick but has not been able to stay healthy this year. Yeah, we'll see. I wonder what would happen because you look at, like, you know, uh, Sean Payton, he – you know, he had what Brandon Cooks had a couple thousand yard years in uh, New Orleans, and they shipped him out. So I, I wonder if, uh, I, mean, I mean, Michael Thomas obviously, uh, you know, better. You know, set set the NFL record for receptions last year, so he's on a different level than that. But at a certain point, you know, Drew Brees kind of like Tom Brady in that way. Like he's not, he does not go take any bullshit. At, at some point, you got to be on the field and be on the on the the message with the team to help us win, I guess, right? Yeah, and how how soon until they want to just try and rebuild? You know, how much longer is Drew Brees really going to be there when they then look to to move forward? And, and I would think that a rebuild would not include Michael Thomas. 
Well, I'll tell you what, I, from what I've seen, it, do, it should not include Taysom Hill either, but that's a whole other <laughs> discussion. Don't let me, don't let Lee hear me say that. He'll be very upset. Um, all right, Michael, any, any, any final thoughts on week seven? You got another big win. You're, you're rolling as usual, as we've come to expect from you. Uh, no, really nothing, nothing more to say. Um, all right, well, let's yeah. <laughs> take a look here. Western Division, 7-0. and MM's Red Wolves, three-game lead over uh, the rest of the division with uh, six to play. So uh, I think you're you're looking good for a bye, Micah. How's that? How's it feeling? I mean, I, I don't even know what to say at this point. It's it's been it, it just keeps rolling. We never we never thought we'd how many have you you're the you're the stat man. How do you? And I should ask you this: like you you were looking up like individual player stats. How are you like doing that from years past, or is that, or am I making that up? No, I've just got uh, last year's and this year's oh, okay. um, weekly stats. I'm a I'm a boring person. That kind of you know. That kind you of take like a screenshot me. of every game that's uh, uh, or. Uh... I just have a Google sheet. Oh, you're making a, oh you have a, you have a very thorough Google sheet of every uh, every player uh, performance. Oh, uh, wow. Every active player. Wow, look at you! Dang, that's better. That's. I would make. I would like to marry that with my uh, my master spreadsheet someday, Micah. That is very thorough. I I have not uh, had the time to do that. That is good. Um, La Resistance four three and O. Covidians four three and O. Gambinos three four and O. And uh, Flag Bros at one six and O. Over in the Eastern Division, John B. As we mentioned, five and two. Team Ownage four and three. Thaw Nasties three and four. Big Dogs two and five. And Cockheads two and five. Um, so there we go. Six weeks. We're over halfway home. Season is flying by. Injuries are, are have been coming hot and heavy. And, uh, you know, it, I don't know. Nobody wants to hear advice from the guy that's that's winning every week. But what, what, what would you say if you had to give some advice to these guys that are uh, at the bottom looking to turn it around? What do you do? You just keep grinding? Is that all you can do? Look, I think at some point I told you last week that, you know, there there is a, a – bit of a disadvantage if you will to be in six and oh or seven and oh is your number 10 in the waiver wire and and it's it's tough and it, it it's, it's becoming an issue for me because i can't get any player that i want um because everybody else snatches them up so that's why i'm making so many moves that's why i'm making so many trades because yeah i'm trying to acquire players um I, you know i i told i think i told you yesterday uh when richard and i made the trade that I've got to worry about week eight right now, and then I'll worry about week nine next week, and that's pretty much how I have to look at it. Yeah, well, you know, and it, the thing is, I'm 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 perusing my uh, my master spreadsheet now, and I'm like, you know, Micah has had, take it from Micah. This guy's won. You know, you were kind of uh, out in the wilderness for a year. That you weren't always the the dominant trade king, undefeated guy that we know now. I'm like, because I, I was looking at the the records, I just updated my thing, and I'm like, Micah's won. Like 20, 20 regular season games in a row, and your your regular season record all time is still you're you're inching. You need two more to get to Mount Five Hundred, Micah. You you were you were kind of uh, down near the bottom, and now I, I I don't know what's gotten into you, but you know I, I you're uh, you're uh, you're an inspiration to us all, I should say. I, I I said I hate college football, and I'm put all my energy in the NFL. So that's all it is. Is that no, true? I, I, I gave up yeah. on college football years ago. I don't watch it at all anymore. I used to watch it a lot back in the 20, you know, 15, 20 years. It's, just, it's been a while for me. But, yeah, is it, you, don't, you don't watch college football? Yeah, because you used to do college football picks on the TMQ. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah no, I uh, uh, started um, doing uh, uh, Bridgewater College games on the radio six, seven years ago and did it for a couple of years and just was never home to watch college football and yeah. just basically – said you know i'm tired of it i don't find it enjoyable when the same four teams are winning every year and uh now it's on for background noise i'll watch what uva does um you know i went to jmu games as a as a social event to, to yeah. get drunk and 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 you know have fun well it's probably you know in, in a way i'm sure the i'm sure the wife and kids don't mind it's 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 got to be hard to uh you know it's hard enough to be like all right i'm gonna be you know, uh, unavailable all day on Sunday, and then you throw like all day on Saturday into that too. It definitely can uh, can be a be a problem. I can imagine. So, um, yeah, that's that's good. I don't, you know, I don't miss it. There's just a lot going on. You know, I just watching the the world. Did you watch any of this World Series that was going on? You, you still you have know, the baseball fever, I, or not so much? 
to me, it was a 60-game year, which, and I love baseball. I love it, but it just didn't feel like a real season. I don't consider the Dodgers a real champ. You know, 60 games is, is ridiculous. So, um, Asterisk uh, on this one. That's right. That's right. That was a real championship was last year. but Yeah. It's, like, hard to remember. I was like, who won? I was like, oh, yeah, Washington won. Like, I was, I was like, oh, I completely forgot. All right, we are back in Hburg FFL Podcast. Let's do, as we do every week, take a look at the moves. If, assuming, oh, no, I've done something horrible. What just happened? I'm only looking at at Lance's moves. Hang on, Mike. I'm going to pause real quick. Yeah, for a site that we pay for, the, uh, maybe they're updating. Maybe maybe they're, uh, you, you know, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on. But it's been, it's been a little wonky here, but we got a lot of moves Heading into week eight, and uh, before the waiver moves, of course, the the big trade, the trade king, back at it, and uh, this is this is your hallmark this year, Micah, the the four the four man, the two for two deal. That seems to be your your specialty. And in this one, you give up Christian Kirk and Antonio Gibson, and you get back Robbie Anderson and Mike Davis. Um, you mentioned uh, that you know Gibson's got got some good matchups coming up, but maybe not. Uh, for the playoffs, and, and obviously you're you're thinking playoffs at this point. So uh, yeah, good good trade here. And and really, you just needed a, a live body that's playing wide receiver this week. It looks like that's exactly right. I, and I, that's exactly what I need is somebody to to run out there. And I was going to drop Kirk anyway. Um, and it was going to happen, you know, for waivers. I had a whole list of players that he was going to get dropped for, and uh, talked to Richard a little bit, and um, you know, he basically said, "Hey, what about?" this deal and I said you know what Anderson's been good he's maybe the best uh, other that I could get um, from what was out there I think you know um, so like I like I told you it, it kind of makes next week an issue with Sanders gonna be off and and uh, and, and things like that but I've got to play for this week and then I'll worry about week nine and week nine well is this is this a uh, how much I guess what I guess uh, how much does the the streak, as it were, play into this. Is there added pressure that you, you because normally you're seven and zero, you could just sit back and be like, well, "I'm sitting pretty here. I can, I can take a week off. It doesn't matter." Or is it just like you, you want to see how far you can run with this thing at this point? I mean, I, I don't. It's it's not pressure. Uh, yeah, Twenty games is awesome, but um, it's not the feeling like I need to win. I, you know, look, there's a hundred bucks at stake as well with the breakdown challenge. True. So you you cash in a week. You're you're hurting yourself there. You if you get a zero uh, in any week of the breakdown challenge, it's a mountain to climb to get back in it. Good point. So that's part of it. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got to look ahead to the playoffs, which is basically what I'm doing. But I want to keep winning. Um, you know, I'd like to. I'd like to have uh, 26 straight. I'd like to be. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, I'd like to be. Uh, I'm not sure. I know nobody's ever gone back to back years against the division. Um, so I'd love for that to happen. Um, so yeah, uh, what eight zero in the division? Yeah, that's yeah. Maybe happened t- what twice? I think I did it once. Maybe I don't even know. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, well, here we go. Waivers. Uh, I appreciate your candidness, Micah. That was, uh, you know, sure. it's just always, uh, you know, I want to, I want to get inside the minds of uh, of my guests here. What, what, see what, find out what really makes them tick as a fantasy football manager. You can't say owner anymore. That's that's the other thing too. Are you a fantasy uh, fantasy football oh. manager? Yeah, well, what makes me tick is I'm a competitive son of a bitch that wants to win. So, and 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 since I don't do anything else now, this is my competitive <laughs> This is really the pandem- pandemic has really channeled uh, Micah's <laughs> uh, fierce uh, competitiveness here. It's been been uh, to the detriment of everyone else in the league, unfortunately. Uh, well, here we go. Um, waivers, Flag Bros, Giovanni Bernard is in, and Philip Lindsay out. Um, this was interesting, I guess. Not my was not my number one guy. Was I there? But at one and six, I, I had I, I had Edmonds was I, th- I thought Edmonds was the number one pickup, but he's not playing this week. And then if you're in a situation where you're one and six and you're trying to win a game, you you, you need you can't you don't have the Lee does not have the luxury of sitting back and waiting for the playoffs. So um, I think that was a good move. With uh, I, I don't know what the prognosis on Mixon is. I, I I'm assuming he's he must be a, a multiple week thing. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't practice today. I'm like, yeah, I was a little surprised. Uh, I mean, I knew that Paul was going to reclaim Miles Gaskin. That mm-hmm. was a no-brainer. That was definitely going to happen. Um, I'm a little surprised Lee didn't go there because I probably would have gone Gaskin, 
even you know Edmonds being off this week. But look, you got like you said, you got to win now, and Bernard probably gives you that best chance. Yeah, uh, Cockheads, as you mentioned, Gaskin back in and uh, Freeman out. Um, you know, Freeman's banged up, so a uh, nice pickup for Paul. Um, I do like, I kind of like Gaskin. I was looking at him. I was looking at all these guys because I knew I was going to be making you know some move. I I figured they'd all get picked up by the time it got to me, but you know you, you have to do your due diligence anyway. You yep. know, just in yep. case. Uh, Gambino's Edmonds in and Snell out. Um, and yeah, you know, this was the guy here. Edmonds, he's looked looked spry, sprightly. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, I don't know what the Drake situation is. They're saying a few weeks and, you know, by the time he comes back, I, you know, Edmonds could run away with this job and, and it's hard to project what you, you see in a guy that gets, you know, four or five carries. How does that, you know, does the, the efficiency, um, kind of dwindle with, with increased workload. But I, 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 you know, I thought he was the clear number one pickup this week. I thought so too. Uh, I think with him, I think you're right. He might just run away with his job. Um, but he's, he's still, this is the team in Cliff Kingsbury that loves to air the ball out. They've mm-hmm. got the weapons to air it out. And then you look that you've got a quarterback that likes to run. So uh, I, I think his, you got to temper your expectations a little bit for anybody, for Drake or um, Edmonds in this, in this situation. But I, I like the move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Thought Nasty's uh, Hasty, Jamichael Hasty, and Cam Akers out. Uh, Cam Akers, amazing that he was still on the roster here for Thought Nasty's. That guy is, should have been uh, never been picked up. Or <laughs> I, yeah, he's, that's crazy. Uh, Hasty, the uh, the 49ers have about 17 running backs, Micah, and you never know which one's going to play. And it seems like whenever one of them does play, they immediately get a high ankle sprain. So um, I guess Hasty's next up here. If, if he plays, he's he's going to be good in that matchup. I have to assume. And you still have McKinnon. You still have Tevin Coleman coming back now. Oh so God. it's just they've got so many. I, that's a it's a cluster that I wouldn't want to deal with. Yeah, headache, headache and a half. But if you hit on it on that any, on yep. any given week, I guess that's the way to go. Um, La resistance me here. Uh, Derek Carr in Stafford out. I I'm just desperately seeking a, a, a quarterback here or just. Trusting, I'm trusting Matthew Barry's rankings on this one, Micah. What do you What do you say? If I would have, if you wouldn't have made the move, and I'd have had space, I'd have picked up Carr. He's been good. Um, he's been good, actually. I have to say, yeah, he's been pretty solid. I I hated to trade him um, when I traded him to Dave Kleesner last week. I think it was um, in the uh, the deal where I got Drew Brees, but. Um, yeah, I, I like his schedule's pretty good. He's got those weapons. Um, I hate that you picked him up this week because um, I think he could have, very easily have a big week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blue Streaks, Le'Veon Bell in, Odell Beckham out after, as a, in a swapping of uh, La Resistance cast-offs here as a uh, – uh, my brother, the shark, was positing that Le'Veon Bell is the most added and dropped player this year in this league, which may well be true. I don't know, and I. But I think this is the week. If there was ever a week where Le'Veon Bell is going to be fired up, it's going to be this week in the against the Jets. Uh, uh, he's he he definitely has it out for Adam Gase. So I, I you know if you're if you're looking for a plug and play, this might be the week to do it for uh, for Le'Veon. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I like the move for John. Yep. Uh, Flag Bros here, uh, Titans in, Cowboys out as he went with the, uh, the failed experiment, which I always hate, the bad, the bad defense play, which he was trying to do with the Cowboys. I, I, I never like that move, Mike. Where do you stand on that move? Where it's like, well, they're playing a shitty team, but the defense still stinks. I always trust a bad offense over a bad defense. I don't know. Yeah, we saw that this week, uh, with the, with, uh, Washington doing really well against them. So, yeah, I'm like you. I, I would not. If I could help it, not want to take a bad defense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, where are we at here? Cockheads, Fournette in, Singletary out. Um, probably long overdue. Singletary, they they cannot run the ball, and I don't know if it's the the blocking or if it's Singletary here. And I don't I don't know if I uh, I I don't like the Fournette comeback as a guy with Ronald Jones on my team because he looked good while Fournette was out. He had a hundred yard game, three three straight hundred yard games. But you know, Uncle Lenny's is is back in the mix here, so that's uh, upsetting. But he he looked good. He had a good game for uh, for Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay looks good. So, um, Thonasty's. Fulgham in here, and Mike Williams out. Fulgham's looked uh, pretty good. He, I think this was a good pickup. I know my brother was upset. He he uh, 
had wished he he had put a put a hit in on Fulgham here, and you know we we talked about Wentz looking resurgent. I you know he's I don't know. I I would have uh, had Fulgham actually. I think this was Jason's second move, and it was I would have had him if I'd have had uh, if I'd have kept my waivers in. Uh, but I wanted to limit the number of eagles that I have, and um, limit and, your exposure. And, yeah. So I, I really kind of couldn't go that route. Um, so I, I took it out, but you know, kind of wish I'd have kept it in. I think that's good. I if you're uh, if you're anything like me, you tend to watch the games that your fantasy guys are in. So if you can avoid uh, exposure to the NFC East as much as possible, yeah. that is probably best for your your health and sanity. Yep. Um, let's see. Thon Nasty's here. Packers D in and Jets D out. That must have been another failed uh, bad D uh, experiment. Uh, I've posted a couple weeks at adding the Packers, but I can't. As bad as the Giants are, they still have to play Dallas and Washington, so I had to keep them. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, post waiver here, 3.19 a.m. We all know the Trade King is also the set his alarm for 3 in the morning <laughs> king to, to get up and make that post waiver move as he's got Eric Ebron in and Dalton Schultz out. He doesn't believe in his boy Ben DiNucci's ability to get the ball to Dalton Schultz. I can't believe it. Come on. Have some pride. Look, prior to prior to what may be believed, I don't set an alarm to wake up. I just wake <laughs> up like three times a night, and it so happens that it's somewhere between two thirty and three thirty. Uh, very convenient. <laughs> no, it's all right. I I do I play in a league where the guys like they're up at like three and like making the moves every week, and it's like, dude, what the fuck? I can't I can't compete with this nonsense. It's not fair. I can't play that. I can't play that. I'm too old, man. My, I can't play that game anymore. Uh, Ebron was on the team for a whopping, uh, what, what is that, 10 hours? So. Oh, yeah, we'll get to it, sorry. Uh, yeah. 8.22 a.m., uh, Ownage with a D move, Texans in, Browns out. Uh, Covidians here, uh, Brandon Ayuk in, Kenyon Drake out. We mentioned the, the, the Chase Edmonds, but yeah, to, to Drake, was that his, what, first, uh, second round pick? That's, uh, you know, I think deserving to drop, but, uh, but it hurts. Yeah, you know, this is Kenyon Drake, yep. the guy led me to a, a, what most would call an undeserved fantasy championship last year with, with his performance. Yeah. Um, and finally, Red Wolves back in it. Uh, Richard Rogers, affectionately known as Dick Rod in, in this league, and uh, Eric Ebron out. So how how will you remember the Eric Ebron experience, Micah? Oh, it was it was tremendous. He was just he was a, an excellent an excellent team member for my team for the ten hours. Yeah. Uh, that that move was only because Goddard's practicing. If he plays, he's in. If not, I go to Rodgers. Well, I think Rodgers has been good. And and, and if, if if we've seen anything, it's that picking up a tight end off the waiver wire against me is is a good idea. We saw it a couple weeks ago with Trey Burton for Corby, so I would say it's a good move. Um, I hope so. You need to go take care of some family uh, issues here, Micah. Sorry, I'll, I'll, we'll no, try to rush through this. No, I don't no, want to no. hold you. It's fine. You just, you just might hear yelling, but it's oh, okay. okay. All right, well, let's. <laughs> Quickly go through week eight because uh, it's dinner time. Dinner time at the Morris household and dinner time here too. So uh, we'll go right to left on my screen. Uh, so we got Thon Assey's three and four against Ron B. Hedrick's fighting big dogs. Two and five. This is a 50-50 guru split here, Micah. A lot of good matchups. Um, so Lance has uh, Mahomes against the Jets. I guess the, that's a 19 and a half point spread at the moment. It was over 20 points, I guess, at one point. Um, the question will be there is uh, do the do the Kansas City get up so big that they don't have to throw the ball? I guess would be the only concern in that matchup. Um, you know he's got Henderson, Gordon, Fulgham, Ridley, Waller, and uh, the Steelers defense. Uh, Fulgham with a nice matchup. Um, I think the the weak weak spot here uh, is still that running back position. Um, just not, you know, he has not recovered from the the Saquon injury. I don't think he's ever really found the the, the true number one guy, which you wouldn't expect to find when you lose your number one guy. Um, for Ron Brady against the Giants, kind of the same situation. That's a Monday nighter. Um, Elliott and Jones, Julio Jones, Aaron Jones, Brown, Gronkowski, and the Saints defense. A um, couple Swiss flags. Aaron Jones. I don't know. I, I don't know that he's going to play. Um, so we'll see, um, you know, and, and yeah, I, I, I think I, as I, I, although a couple weeks ago, I think I said, I didn't, you know, the, the statisticians say momentum's not a thing, but I kind of feel like momentum might be a thing here with the big dogs and I'm going to have to lean 
toward Thonasties for some reason. I don't. It doesn't really make any sense. I do like what I've seen out of Gronk, but I like Waller too. Um, what do you think, Mike? Am I, am I crazy here, or is this uh, is is Ron just on the downswing? Um, I think with me, it's it all is about Aaron Jones. If he plays, I think Ron wins. If Aaron Jones doesn't play, I think that Jason wins. I don't love Jason's um, uh, running backs, but I, they could be okay this week. Mm-hmm. Um, especially you look at Henderson if the Rams get up big, they they could run the ball a lot. Um, yeah, I think. I think I'm going this week. As much as I say that, I don't think Mahomes puts up the Guru 35. I don't think that happens. I'm actually going to go Ron this week. Okay. I was going to say, you can put in a conditional pick. John B. will uh, can uh, adjust for that over for Aaron Jones if you want to do that. It's um, all right. I'm going Ron straight up. That's fair. That's fair. And the Schneid. Get off the Schneid, Ron. We're waiting for it. I hope he does because I'm playing him next week. I need to get him on the pod. It's been too long here. Uh, let's see. Flag Bros, one and six. Onage, four and three. Uh, Onage, a 64% guru favorite. Onage has uh, the Tannehill and Henry combo that we've come to know and love. They're playing Cincinnati. That certainly seems like a good matchup. Uh, McKinnon, as you mentioned in there right now, we will see how that works out. He's playing Seattle. Certainly a good matchup in what should be a shootout. Thielen against Green Bay, uh, Hill in that Jets game, Andrews against the Steelers, and the Rams defense against uh, Tua in his uh, starting debut, so that'll be something to watch. I'll be watching that as a Rams fan. Uh, for, for Flag Rose, he's going with uh, Rodgers this week against Minnesota, uh, Bernard in off the wire against Tennessee, Edwards, Elaire against the Jets uh, should be good, but uh, that could be a Le'Veon Bell special. Um, Cooper and Diggs, uh, Hurst and the Colts D here. Um, this this feels like this feels like an ownage victory to me, my guy. I don't know what what do you think? It you know I think uh, Tennessee should be able to run the ball pretty well. They you know against Cincinnati's defense that just gave up a ton of points to Cleveland feels like a strong matchup for him there. And and uh, I just think he's got a little much. I just I just don't I just. I don't trust Cooper at this point for Lee at all, and 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 I and I need to see the the return of Diggs, and I just I just I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning Onich. I'm, I'm I'm picking all the favorites this week. Uh, yeah, I mean when I look at this one, I I look at Thielen against Green Bay, and they actually do a pretty good job covering that that number one receiver. So I'm not sh- now. Maybe they put the Alexander guy on Jefferson. I'm not sure. Um, obviously. Um, I actually think this one's closer than maybe the guru says. I don't like the Bernard Cooper digs bothers me. I think Edwards Alaire has a big game. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I'm going I'm going Dave Kleesner. Yeah, it's hard to pick a. I, I can't I can pick, can't pick a game here without a player that you've traded. Right, you had Thielen. Right, is that another guy that you, has he fallen yeah. off since you traded him, or he's been okay? He's been alright. He hadn't played yet. He hasn't oh, okay. played. I traded him. He had a bye week last. Oh, that's right. That's why I was mad at Cleveland. I was like, I Kleesner was talking to us after uh, after he made that trade, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Feels like you bought Thielen's uh, bye week there. It's hard for me to evaluate that trade. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Covidians Gambino. Oh, here we go. This is a big game. Uh, Covidians are four and three. Gambinos are three and four. Covidians are a massive sixty-six point guru favorite. Now that includes Terry McLaurin and a buy. So I feel like my brother the shark is up to something. Let's see if he's working the trades. Have you gotten any offers from him? What's he doing, Micah? We don't know. I couldn't tell you. I haven't talked to him. Bit of a mystery. He seems like he's the kind of guy that'll cycle through about seventeen wide receivers in a row to put them <laughs> all on all on waivers, so no one else. He'll just salt the earth so that no one can have another wide receiver again. Is what he'll do. Um, but uh, as far as this game goes, uh, Justin Herbert is in with uh, Murray on a bye, as you mentioned uh, earlier, and uh, he is playing Denver. He's got Hunt and uh, Jacobs in, uh, facing off against each other, and I actually kind of like both those matchups for those two guys. Metcalf and Galladay. Uh, Metcalf against San Francisco, Galladay against Indy, uh, Indianapolis, which might be a tough matchup there. Henry and the Patriots defense against uh, the turnover-prone Josh Allen for Gambino's. Uh, Wentz is in against Dallas. If you're going to play Wentz, this is uh, certainly a good matchup to do it here. Connor against Baltimore. <clears throat> Excuse me. Dalvin Cook against Green Bay. Keenan Allen against Denver. Johnny Smith against Cincinnati. And the Chargers D against Denver. 
Um, this is a tough, tough game to call. I, you know, I don't know if, uh, if we assume Dalvin Cook's going to play, would you play if, if Aaron Jones is out, you got to play Williams here. If you're, uh, if you're Gambino's over Connor against Baltimore, I would think, or, uh, I would, I would think so. We would think, um, so yeah, Shark's in a tough spot here because he's, I don't know what he's going to do. This is interesting because he just picked up Chase Edmonds, but he needs a receiver. Um, this feels like Shark trying to get cute and waiting until Sunday and then dropping somebody. And uh, I don't know who he drops. I don't know if he drops Edmonds unless he's working the trade. I don't know. It, it, who, it, assuming he puts a receiver into that slot, who do you like, Micah? I'm putting you on the spot. This one's hard for me to pick here. Um. Yeah, I'm going Richard. He's got great matchups. I don't love the receiver matchups, but I love Justin Herbert. He's not going to put up 50 again. Um. I like the the running back matchups. I'm going Richard this week. Um. Yeah, that's a good pick. I. I don't know. I feel like Sharky's got something up his sleeve. I. I I'm. I'm going with the shark. I don't know why. I. I'm, this. This is my upset special of the week. I'm going for it. I, uh, brotherly love here. I don't know. I've, I've, stranger things have happened. Uh, no reason. This is these are these are the reasons why my picks have fallen off, Mike. I used to give logic and explanations for my picks, and now I'm just like, ah, fuck it. Nobody listens this long. Only John B is listening at this point, anyway. John B, if I if I if I win that pick, give me an extra bonus point for just for uh, for going with my gut here. Uh, speaking of John B, five and two, two and five cockheads. John B, sixty six uh, percent favorite. We've talked about it. He's got Wilson and Gurley. He's got Le'Veon Bell in that revenge game. Um, Woods and Michael Thomas, Kelsey against the Jets. You, you gotta like that. Chiefs D against the Jets. That looks like uh, Chiefs D could be feasting again for the second week in a row. Um, question is going to be whether or not uh, Michael Thomas plays, and uh, you know, does John B have to? You know, John B is the kind of guy that will roll short shorthanded. You know, he's done it before and he'll do it again. So we'll see. Uh, for Paul, um, Lamar Jackson's back in against Pittsburgh. Fournette and off the wire against the Giants. Good matchup there. Uh, Swift is in against Indianapolis. Not a great matchup. Um, Evans against the Giants. Jefferson against Green Bay. Um, I'm assuming he's going to put Tanyan in. Uh, maybe Paul might have given up at this point, Mike. He hadn't even set his lineup by Wednesday. You know, the, always always the bane of my existence. Uh, set your lineups. Like, it's hard enough for me to pick games on, on this show because Mike is going to make 17 trades between Wednesday and Sunday, so I can't I can't properly uh, evaluate these things. Um, but uh, is is Paul going to? This feels like a, a John B win, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Am I am I crazy? I don't I don't know. I'm going Paul. Okay. This I, is I'm, your I'm upset. I think special. Evans has a big game with with no Godwin. I think he has a big game on Monday. Jefferson has a big game against the Packers because they're going to have to throw the ball. Uh, Lamar, I think, comes back off that bye a little more healthy. Um, don't love the running back situation, but I look at John. You don't know what you're going to get from Bell. Gurley against Carolinas on Thursday is not great. You don't know what's going to happen with Thomas. I don't like Robert Woods even against Miami. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Paul. That's true. I, I guess I'm. I guess I'm working under the assumption that John B is going to put together a starting lineup. I don't know though. We'll see. Maybe he's. You know, he, he's like I won with seven last week. I can do it again this week. We will see. And I'm also picking John B because I've been hot with John B. I've been, I was riding John B, and then I pick against him, and he wins. So I. I, I gotta. I gotta stick with the hot hand here. Uh, finally, game of the week. Top two teams in the power rankings. Number one in the power rankings, Edmonds Red Wolves. Number two in the power. I'm, I'm rocketing up the power rankings, Mike. I, I, I know that's something you pay close attention to. I was like eight a couple weeks ago, and then I'm, I've shot all the way up to, up to two. No, uh, no reason to, to, to beat around the bush here, Mike. Is this the week? We've already mentioned Godwin's out. You, you don't have a starting lineup. Is this the week that the streak comes to an end? I say yes. 20 in a row is a hell of a run, but uh, I've picked against you uh, every game this year, as far as I know, and I'm doing it again, not John B. and myself. Can I do it? Can I shock the world and knock off the mighty M.M.'s Red Wolves? Um, I, I like your odds. I like your odds. Um, I'm hoping there's a change in this lineup here in the next hour or two. Yeah, there might be. So. <laughs> there might have but, to be. Uh, <laughs> um. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do something. I'm not done making moves. Uh, I got some things out there, not the, not the push you at all, but I've uh, got some other feelers out there. No, but, that's all right. uh, um, look, I'm, I'm never gonna John B myself. I like the fact that you pick against me again, and you should pick against me. That's um, so horrible. I told you, you I'd John B myself last week. I should John B myself this week. Um, but hell, I'm gonna make it 21. There we go. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, Micah. I'm gonna let you go, man. I appreciate it. I, I see. I, I can just see your 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 family's like Micah. What are you doing? This fantasy. You said f- f- Sunday was football day, not Wednesday. But I appreciate it. you've done you've done uh, yeoman's duty filling in uh, for spot duty on the pod this year, and it's always a pleasure, man. So uh, yeah, good luck uh, to you, and uh, have a happy Halloween, and uh, appreciate it, man. So uh, yeah, take care. Hey, thanks, Dave. Thank you for doing this. I really do enjoy listening to it when I'm not playing. It's a perfect noise. Uh, Cut on the Thursday night game. Listen to the podcast. Love doing it. Love watching it. Can't wait to hear, uh, you know, Ron and and, and John and some of those other guys on it. So uh, I hope I can get them. I hope hope this new kind of thing I'm doing this year of trying to get the guy I'm playing on every week to kind of keep things fresh and and, uh, rotate guys in and out. I hope I I can get them. We'll see. You know, Ron said he he would uh, do it when I talked to him earlier. So, you know, John B is the is the one guy I've never had on, so that that'll be the uh, the forbidden fruit. So we will see, we will see. But uh, yeah, but uh, I hope yeah. So. thanks a lot, man. Yeah, thanks. All right, thanks, Micah. Have a good night. Yeah. Bye. See ya.